Sorry, I gotta bail. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today is our discussion on the days of Aphrodite by Sally Solomon. Yes, our first book of our new book club, which is Bellatrice with Emma Roberts. And I know it was iffy last week because I didn't even have the yes. book. But I've got the book and I finished it. Yes. It was a very short book, so I was like, I think she can do it. Yes. I know, I was worried because you were at your parents' house, and I was like, is she going to be able to get the book? Well, I ended up just buying it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like on Kindle? Yeah, because I have a bunch of, I think we talked about before, like, like buying stuff on Amazon. If I don't need yeah. it, then I just do the digital credit. So yeah. it was only like $2. I need to start doing that more, like, instead of doing, like, two-day shipping, like, hey, like, we'll give it to you a few extra days later but you hear some f- cool credits. Because some of it, too, it's like, it's the same day, or it's like only one day later. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know. And there's nothing usually that I need, like, with that two-day yeah. shipping. It's just nice to have. But, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, my brain is still, I'm like, just couldn't find my headphones so it's still wondering where those are okay uh just a quick biography um Sally Solomon is a professor obviously an author and a novelist she's originally from West Philadelphia um in 2007 she was named a five under 35 honoree she attended Barnard College and has a PhD in English from UC Berkeley and she has a Master of Fine Arts from University of Iowa. And right now she is a professor of English at Haverford College. And I went to her rate my professor and she's got no ratings. I was like, all right, never mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I never used that. So I, I wonder how like, like how popular it is. And like, is it helpful? I, it only... It only affected me in a class that I wanted to take once. And I had to take a fine arts class, and there was a class about horror movies. And Mm. and I was like, this looks great, because, like, the setup, it was very upfront, the setup was Tuesday night, you watch the movie, you have a discussion. Wednesday, you come back, and you have to, like, write a small paper on it. You come back, and then it's like, I don't know, you discuss for the next week's movie or something. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. And everybody in the comments was like, this class could be so cool, but the professor sucks. Like, he's, like, mean, he's terrible, he doesn't reply to emails, like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and so I was like, oh. So that was the only time that I didn't take a class like, because any... of that. Yeah. Because it was pretty universal, like, you know, cause yeah, you, you like can usually pick out the one where it's like, you just got a bad grade, you didn't like this professor. Yeah, like, you're you're taking it out on the professor because you didn't come to class every day. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And it just says um, her first novel, Disgruntled, was named a best book of the year by the San Francisco Chronicle and the Denver Post. Mm-hmm. So. Her very first book was called Get Down and it was a collection of short stories. Get Down? Sorry. 
Get down, get down. Get down So this is a short book. Very short. It's the premise starts off with the main character, um, Liselle. She is married to a white man who just lost the local election, and so she's hosting. They're hosting a dinner party as like a thank you to those closest to him in the campaign. Um, and then it goes between her current like marriage and this dinner party and then we get flashbacks to her when she was younger so we learn a lot about how her and her husband met and got married and their relationship but there's a big focus on her how she was through college and she very openly identified as a lesbian and uh, dated a lot of women here and there but the main focus was a woman named selena who we also get glimpses of her life and who she is and how she's doing now throughout the book. And it, they both kind of make it clear, like, when we flash back to them in college, um, they're two black females, which at their college, like, it was predominantly white. Because they went to Bryn Mawr. Um, yeah. And they had a four-month romance. Um, it, like, started at the beginning of the semester and it was over before winter break and but somehow they like their love or their relationship is something that they both like are constantly thinking about and reminiscing about like almost like it was like their one true love Mm -hmm. kind of thing because selena um she has had a lot of mental health struggles throughout her entire life like she talks about when she was younger like she she can't stop thinking about like horrible atrocities that have happened in history. Um, Cause she, you know, somebody said, well, why are you, why are you so hung up on this? It didn't happen to you. And she's like, yes, but it, it happened. It happened to somebody, but it's to the point where it starts to really cripple her. And um, towards the end of the book, there's, it delves a little bit more into her, her background and her history. And um, in kind of like high school, um, she uh, watched what was it, The Godfather? I think it was The Godfather. Yeah, yeah. Scene, yeah. I've never seen that movie. Um, a scene in The Godfather where uh, one of the characters commits suicide, and she kind of gets it into her her head that like this this might finally be a way for her to stop obsessing over these um, horrible things throughout history. Um, but then she starts writing and that writing is kind of a catharsis for her, a way to release those negative thoughts and that, um, idea. Yeah. She, she has like this hour to hour and a half where she's home alone, but after school before her parents get home and that's where she writes and she kind of calls it like her suicide hours. Yes. Um, and then she, um, so like, while that's never, she never ends up really following through with that like that's always there in the back of her mind of here's this free time i have to do this um but she's been hospitalized what was it three times she was hospitalized at least yeah three times um the first time she tried not to think of liselle at all the second time she really held on to thoughts of liselle and then finally by the third time um 
like she just i think she her medication had finally not gotten right but gotten to the point where she was just very like monotone steady wasn't obsessing over lisa or these other uh things throughout history yeah um Lisa, as I said earlier, um, still towards the end of the book, identifies as lesbian, but was married to like is married to Win, um, and they had become friends after college, working kind of the same job, posting like recipes online. Yeah, they worked for this like up and coming, like it was like called Media Incorporated, and it was four of them. It was two women and two guys, and they were kind of just hired at the same time after college, where they. They post, yeah, like, they made it seem like they just post, like, recipes online for people to read or whatever. So that's kind of how she met um, the other three people, and Wynn was one of those people. And Wynn comes from a very wealthy family. And they kind of go their separate ways when they realize that this media thing wasn't going to work out. Uh, Liselle becomes a middle school teacher. He goes off to law school. Uh, They reconnect and even though she's been very open about being a lesbian, they kind of develop this relationship and end up getting married and having a son. And that's where they are now. And just to be clear, Wynn is a white man. Yes. Um, all right. So I think, is that a good basis of everybody? Uh, I think so. Okay. Um, so like I said, um, Lisa, she's holding this dinner party to thank some of, like the closest advisors, um, donor, whoever, not a very big party. Yeah. People that just kind of like helped with the campaign, even though he lost. And he lost. Um, but while all of this is going on, previously Lisa had been, or Lisa had come into, gotten to known this FBI agent who just very low key at the first point was like, Hey, your husband's being investigated and we're getting ready to indict him under corruption charges and she's known about this for about two months and hasn't said anything to win yet um so she's before the party she's kind of like should i cancel this i need to cancel this because she has told her mother that you know time's ticking on it and she's like well should i cancel i'm not going to cancel and inside instead to call up selena and leaves a message with her mother um like that she remembers the days of Afrikiti. And then as the dinner party progresses, um, we kind of, there's not like, like there's, a, we find out later that there was um, like a what, corruption, he's under corruption charges and it had something to do with a local developer. And when, when she finally tells Wynn, like, hey, FBI is getting ready to do this. I've known about it for two months. He's obviously mad that she didn't tell him immediately. Um, um, but he kind of blames it all on this contractor's daughter who he refused to sleep with. But they never really go into, like, what those corruption charges are exactly. So you never really know, like, maybe when to just get kind of caught up in stuff or yeah. you know, whatever. whatever. Um and then and he's claiming like innocence. He's like, yeah. I had nothing to do with it. He's like, the contractor's coming after me because I didn't sleep with his daughter. Like he, he's like blaming me for something. Yeah, because um, he's like, I didn't do anything that normal politicians don't normally 
do like make promises to people and during the campaign and stuff um and then meanwhile his aunt gladys is convinced that the donation she gave him was actually a loan and now that he lost she wants her money back she's like where's my money where's my money (laughs) she's so serious too she's like i need my money yes um but again, all this is going down, and Lisa just knows it's a matter of time before the FBI are knocking on their door, and she's sitting there thinking, like, how how do I explain this to my 13, 14-year-old son when his dad gets led away in handcuffs, and we can't live here anymore, and we have to move back to West Philadelphia? Like, she, like, so her she's completely preoccupied with all of that. Yeah, like, that's what she's thinking about, like, the whole time during this, like, dinner, dinner party. party, where people are, you know, like... Oh, you vacation in Croatia? Um, And then we get kind of little bits of Selena talking about how she, growing up, didn't really realize she was a lesbian until she had a couple of, like, run-ins in middle school and high school with girls who she couldn't really understand her feelings for. And then it wasn't until um, Liselle in college that she really kind of grasped yeah, and she was a freshman in college when LaSalle was a senior mm-hmm. when they met. Um, so, you know, we get all the... Basically, like, their their relationship didn't really end very positively. They got into a big fight, and LaSalle actually kind of threatened to push Selena out a window. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried meeting up again a few years later, and they're just trying to keep it you know like easy like oh hey how have you been that's great and then um you know i think it was lisel asked like no really like how are you doing and that's when they kind of realized that they were gonna never be able to keep things casual or light like there was some true true love true feelings between the two of them yeah um and then at the very end again it's a short book at the very end it they all get up, well, <laughs> after after she tells when she's leaving because she's going to pay, um, it's actually the daughter of their housekeeper who came to help with the dinner party, pay her and tell her to leave early. And Lisa ends up falling down the stairs and hitting her head. <laughs> and they're all, and one of them's like, I'm going to go call an ambulance. And her husband, who's mad at her, was like, no, you're fine. Just stand up and walk it off. <laughs> and she's, like, talking, she's talking about her ankle, how it hurts. And I'm yeah. just like, I know that pain. And I'm like... <laughs> And I'm like, don't you dare just tell her to get up and she is fine. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, hit her head, too. Yeah. Well, because, like, and so the chapter ends with her falling down the stairs. And then the next, like, three or four chapters is all Selena and Selena's Mm -hmm. background. So then when it starts again with LaSalle and she's like, I I woke up to um, the housekeeper standing over me, I was like, Wait, what happened? Like, I had to, like, remember that she fell down, like, it ended with her yeah. falling down the stairs. I was like, wait a minute. What? Wait, where are we? Yeah. Um, And so, after that, everyone's like, oh, okay. And then, like, ha- people kind of, like, half try to clean up. Not really. Like, it's, like, it's kind of weird now yeah. because she fell down the stairs holding money. Like, just gives it to um, Sochiel. And she's just like, here bye and she's yeah. like i don't really and so it's just like an awkward ending to this dinner which yeah. is already awkward because you you lost the election like you're not really like you know yeah so she kind of like um, just turns on some like music so everybody can kind of like just, dance and stuff 
start dancing and while people are dancing she's like i know i hear somebody at the front door like i know she's like it's time they're gonna they're about to arrest them at this thing and one of the other women is like oh keep dancing i'll go answer the door and then she looks up and she's standing like selena's standing there like selena got the message and showed up and that's how it ends that is how it ends I realized it was very rambling, but there is, again, not, like, there's a plot, but there's not really a beginning, middle, and end. It's not really a plot. It's It's not a plot-driven at all. Character-driven. Yeah. Yeah. So. What did you think? I didn't really like it. You didn't? No. I didn't like (laughs) it. I found it super boring. I, like... You know, you start out where she's, like, throwing this dinner party and you know that her husband's going to be arrested for, like, corruption. So you're like, okay, this is good. Like, we're going to have some drama. And then, like, every time we'd get to the dinner party, it'd be, like, so boring. Like, everybody's just having, like, normal chit-chat. Like, nothing's really happening. And then, like, when they flash back to, like, her college years where, like, she meets Selena and stuff, like, I just didn't feel like their connection was, like, this deepening like love like because again this is a very short book that like it didn't give me enough time to like feel anything for these characters like I don't know I just never like cared for them I felt like when we were in Selena's chapters closer to the end like I was like oh I really like her character but like it was already too little too late for me like I just felt like we didn't really get to know because like with Selena I felt like she had more to know we knew that she was having some mental health issues we knew that she was, like, in a psychiatric hospital for three times. Like, we knew she had suicidal thoughts. We knew that she had this, like, weird fear that, like, when these things happen to other people, like, she felt them too. Like, mm-hmm. we knew all of these things, but, like, I just felt like it never went into detail for it. Like, I just, I don't know, I never felt connected to any of the characters. So I didn't really, like, when the story ended, I was like, okay. <laughs> I kept, um, there's another book called The Dinner, and I can't remember the author's name, but it, it's a similar premise where, like, these people meet for dinner, and they're, con- like, slowly talking about, there's this, like, criminal action that happened involving both of their boys, their sons, and it builds and builds and builds and builds until you realize at the end, like, or it's revealed what they did, and... And so, like, I think I went into it thinking it was going to be something like that, like, where, like, it's this dinner party, and then I I had assumed Selena was going to show up early for the dinner party Mm -hmm. and kind of throw a kink into things that way. Or the FBI Uh, shows up. Yes. Uh, And so I think I expected just something very, very different from this book. I didn't hate it. Still three stars for me. Like, it wasn't the worst. Yeah. You know, it was no one day in December. But um, I just, for me, it was... I, I, like, I wanted one story or the other. I either wanted a story about, like, Lisa and Selena, mm-hmm. or I wanted, like, the complete breakdown of a dinner party. Yeah, like, I felt like we had two different storylines going on, but there was not enough detail in either one of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, they never really, con- like, came together until literally the last line when it was, like, the person at the door was Selena. And then, like, literally the book ends like we don't know 
what happens. We don't know if the FBI comes. We don't know if LaSalle and, like, Selena get together. They realize they're just too toxic for each other. Like, we know nothing. Like, it literally just ends. And so I think I... I just felt like I didn't have enough time to, like, care about these characters. Like, I thought it was an easy read. Like, it wasn't like... I dreaded picking it up or anything because I think I was waiting for that, like that plot to happen, but it's just, it was a very underwhelming book. Now, I do know that this is like a nod to, um, Mrs. Dalloway, which is a Virginia Woolf story, like book, mm -hmm. but I have never read that. So I don't know what that book is about. So. Um, I kind of took some screenshots of some reviews. Uh, primarily just two and three star reviews. Because kind of to put like where my thoughts were. It'll be like, okay, let me see if my thoughts were represented in somebody's reviews. Because that could kind of determine kind of where I want to rate this book. Or, you know. Mm -hmm. And so like this one. They gave it three stars, and they're like, hmm, this is a strange little book. Quite offbeat in its telling and unremarkable as a story. Not much of a plot. Just seems to be saying, this is my journey, and this is her journey. We were together as a romantic couple in college, and this is how our lives turned out. Yep. <laughs> like, she's like, I simplified the endeavor, but that's the gist of this book. Um, and she said the writing is good enough to justify the continued eyeball moving, but there isn't any depth to the character's at least not enough to create care, empathy, or really any emotion, which is kind of, like, exactly how I felt. Um, but yeah, she's like, a love story perhaps is deep in the rubble of a plot. A lackluster political thriller may be among the ruins. Um, this book is very short, just clearing novella status, and it ended with a thud, thankfully so. So, that was a three star that somebody said. And I was like, based on the review, I would have not even thought that they would have given, like, a three-star. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like... Hmm. I don't want to say, like, nothing happened. Because stuff happened. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, I think like I agree. Like, it needed, it needed, like, 50 or 60 more pages. Yeah, or just, like... To flush one or both stories out. Yeah, I just, like... Because even with the flashbacks with, like when she met Selena and stuff, like, again, I just, I didn't feel like that, like, instant, like, chemistry with them, or I felt like there was some talk, like, they were toxic, like, they would talk about arguing, like, she literally almost threw the girl out the window. Yeah. Like, that's not a good, healthy relationship. And, like, that's, like, the whole, like, we're just passionate about each other. Like, there's no passion in trying to throw somebody out the window. No. Like, if somebody th threw, tried to throw me out the window, and I was like, Lindsay, but I love him. Like, I hope you'd be like, you're an idiot. No. You're not going to be with somebody that's trying to throw you out a window. We were just no. arguing, and it's just our passion for one another. We just we just love each other so much, and it, just, it just got passionate, and we just got into an argument. What? No. That's not how that works. <laughs> I don't know. And it was in her dorm room, so then her, like, RA is like, are you okay in there? <laughs> Yeah, they're like, are you good? She's like, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Yeah. 
I looked up Mrs. Dalloway, and it's it's pretty much a woman spending the day getting ready for hosting a dinner party, and then um, she's got it's reminds her of a day in her youth um, where she like married the practical choice versus this other man, and she also has a female love interest in the book, mm-hmm. and then. Um, there's another character who um, is like sent to a psychiatric hospital ends up committing. So like, it feels like there's a lot of characters that both are the same, but she's also like meshed a bunch of them together. Yeah. Um, when I also looked up Zami, mm-hmm. which is that's what Aphrodite. Yes, and there's another book of Afrikiti that's just called Afrikiti, which is like a collection of writing about black lesbians or like by and for black lesbians. Because this one, um, they describe it like as a bio mythography, um, which combines history, biography, and myth. Like that's how they describe Zami. Um, and so it's, like, kind of, a, like, tells the story of, like, the author, but then also kind of becomes fiction. Um, but mm-hmm. it seems like it's, it talks about, like, her love interest, and Aphrodite is, like, her last, is the last lover mentioned in the book. Um, and she has a daughter and leaves abruptly back to Atlanta to visit her mom and daughter. And she, um, the main character never sees her again, um, but mentions that she'll always be a part of her. So I think that's the book that they were reading in college. Yes. So I kind of like looked that up to see if like it helped me (laughs) with this book anymore, but I really didn't. But yeah, I don't know. It's one of those... I remember when we read uh, The Need. Yes. And it was very, like, short and, like, weird. And I, I don't even remember how it ended. But it was just, like, that. I kind of felt like it was just, that's what this kind of is. Like, you're just, like, it's just very weird. Like, I have no idea. Like, if somebody was like, what was this book about? And I was like. Well, I mean, you heard us trying to yeah. do a summary. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, I don't know. So, I wonder. Like, we've talked before how there's books where it's like you, like you need an English teacher, or like you really need to have a lot of like, like you really need to understand the inspiration of the book where it comes from, yeah. in order to really appreciate the current book. And I feel like that might be one of these books. Yeah, or like if the book had like, there's some books that I read that like have like book club discussion questions at the end of it. Yes. And I would be... And some don't need them. Yes. Some some I'm like, you do not need them. Yes. Like, I know what questions we're going to be talking about after this. But I feel like mm-hmm. this is the type of book that, like, maybe with those questions, it would get me to think about the story more and the plot more and be like, oh, like, this is what was happening here. That kind mm-hmm. of thing. But, yeah. I was just grateful that it was a short book since it was my first book of 2024. <laughs> yeah i know (laughs) first week one book down guys (laughs) so yeah a little underwhelming yeah it wasn't 
like we like i said we had definitely read worse i was thinking about the very first book of oprah the rapture of canaan i always forget about that book <laughs> there's so many oprah i that one and then um the one where she the like, one where, like she killed somebody yes or, what is that or he killed somebody Oh my god! I don't. I can't even remember the <laughs> name. It's by Sue Miller. Oh god! Let me go to our Instagram real quick and see if I can like find our post for it. That's so funny that we both thought of the same book. I was grateful that that one was very short, <laughs> as well. <laughs> it was like the days of some, I don't. Know. The days we leave behind us. As- <laughs> While I was gone. While I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. The days we leave behind. What am I naming? I don't know what you're talking <laughs> The days we were gone. Okay. I can't even find, like, a post that we did. Like, do we even put, like, a post for it? Lord help so, I don't know about on Instagram, but I do know I looked back. That was the one where it sounds like you're talking to yourself. Oh. Because, like, my audio was so bad. Oh, okay, yeah. It was While I Was Gone by Sue Miller. <laughs> oh god how, how can I forget how could I forget that yeah that one and like again the rapture of Canaan that was literally the very first book that started this whole thing yeah it really was <laughs> the fact that we've lasted this long with after reading that reading uh, the heart of the heart is a lonely hunter. So, like, we went through some rough stuff with Oprah. Like that wheel did did not do us any sort of. It gave us two Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. It said, "Y'all want to have fun with this podcast? Here you go, Anna Karenina, enjoy." <laughs> so yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. I don't even remember what was our what's our first Reese one. The seven the seven days of June, right? Oh shit! Yeah, you were. Or right. was it Whisper Network? No, seven days in June. Okay. Because I remember thinking, oh, we're actually off to like a decent start. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it was one of those. It was in that first three. The first three. But yeah, um, for it to be a short book, yeah, I don't have much more. It was, um, like it for me, it was it was like three stars. Like I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Yeah, I think I'd do like the two and a half ish mark, maybe. Like I try to think like three stars. I know like my criteria changes all the time <laughs> as to like what is what. Hi. But for me, three stars like one of those things where it's like I have people I would recommend this to. I have people I wouldn't recommend it to. Oh, interesting. And then, like, a four star is, like, I have more people I would recommend this yeah. to. And then five is, like, I would tell everybody to read this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I'm giving something a five star, I'm definitely, like, um, recommending them to everybody. Well, maybe not red, white, and royal blue for you because you don't like romance. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that might be the only one for you. Um, but, yeah. So... Anything else with the days of Afrikiti? Uh, nope. Um, okay, so just a heads up, the next book will be The Answers by Catherine Lacey. Yeah. So. And that'll probably be in about 
beginning of February that we'll do the discussion. A monthish. I just saw a one star review of the answers, and it just says life is too short for this. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but then right below below that's a five star so it's only 300 you know pages, what so i appreciate all short books because <laughs> oprah did not do that to us <laughs> so she gave us all the long books but yeah that was our short and sweet discussion on the days of afrikiti um yeah kind of just a mediocre Nothing special about it. Nothing stood out to me. No. All right. Anything else? No. All right. Instagram is reading with celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things, and we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.